0: listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Yes, let's wake <clears> up. <laughs> wake up! Oh yeah, that felt like a good stretch.
1: i am awake now.
0: Yeah, so... This is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And we are here live and important. Live, local, and in your face. (laughs) Um, Today is Friday the 27th of March. This will be the last Friday you will hear of us in March.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Today is Education and Sharing Day. Do you feel like sharing anything?
1: Yes, maybe sharing some news and happenings and educating people about what's going on
0: in the world. Really? Okay. I want to thank everybody who sent their happenings in. Today is also Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day. Do you have any idea of one?
1: Oh, not off the top of my head. It's
0: sharing day, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there's
0: some out there. And today is also the anniversary of the Funky Winker Bean, (laughs) which I have no idea what that is. So if someone wants to call up and share...
1: They can feel free.
0: Tomorrow is Saturday, the 28th of March, and it's Teacher's Day...
1: Uh in the Czech Republic
0: (laughs) just in the Czech Republic well every
1: day should be teachers day teachers do such good work
0: Sunday is the 29th of March Knights of Columbus Founders Day and National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day and Mm -hmm. the birthday of President John Tyler, the 10th president
1: Yes, I'm surprised that's not a national holiday
0: I (laughs) didn't even know that I've never heard of that name before
1: (laughs) yeah I don't know (laughs) So, I couldn't tell you one thing that John Tyler did for this nation. I'm sure I, I know what he did. What he did was you?
0: president. Come yeah. on, share. Ah,
1: okay. I've learned something.
0: Yeah. See, he was the tenth president.
1: Yes, not And guess, not. guess what? <laughs> what?
0: Today's his birthday. <laughs> oh, I learned two things. Was, you didn't even read it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. In other happenings, we have the uh, International Coffee Hour. That's going on from 3 to 5 today, uh, as it has been for a little while now.
0: It's every Friday at the um, International Student <laughs> Services Building in the Northwest Annex of Carbondale. So,
1: oh. so yes, another happening, uh, Critical Mass. Uh, this is ironic they're bolting, considering that it's going to rain today, but their their message is, it's nice out Finally.
0: Yeah, it was like their their message that I received was, it's nice out finally, let's ride. Yeah.
1: and Let's ride at the student center at 5 o'clock. Yeah,
0: it's every Friday. Well, every Friday. Huh. The last Friday of every month yes. is critical mass. We didn't say what critical mass is. Yes,
1: what is critical mass
0: or? <laughs> um, well, um, today is a day of sharing, right? Yes. So today we are going to let you know that critical mass is the idea of bicycles actually riding where they're legally supposed to ride, which is on the road. Yes. And so a bunch of (laughs) bicyclists get together and they ride together on the road and have fun while they're doing it. So, critical mass, 5 o'clock, Student Center.
1: Yep, there's strength in numbers. And uh, I, I know these critical mass bikers and they're not going to be deterred by a few raindrops. So I'm sure it'll still be
0: going on. Well, I mean, most of them ride their bicycles on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, so. so
1: they ride through the rain anyway.
0: Well, not just the rain. I saw some of them riding through the snow and the sleet. And yeah. Remember when the town was closed? Mm-hmm. Cars couldn't get anywhere?
1: Yeah.
0: The only thing getting around were people on foot and some people on bicycles. Yeah. You know? Mostly it was foot, <laughs> foot power, though, for a few uh, days yeah. there.
1: So let's see. Other happenings. Big Muddy IMC. They're having their big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. Uh, That's coming up tonight at 7 p.m. at 214 North Washington uh, in Carbondale. And the film this time is uh, Washington, You're Fired. (laughs) That sounds like a pretty exciting uh, documentary. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And in case you... Hopefully it's a true story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is it Washington, the government, or Washington, the president?
1: Uh, It's Washington, the government.
0: Oh, Um, I don't know if you've been listening and um, paying attention, but there's been a little bit of uh, debate in the government because, well, the Big O did a speech. We'll talk a little bit about it later. Yep. In happenings, think fast. And fast is spelled fast, but it means fast as in don't eat. Join with others for a 24-hour fast to bring awareness about hunger. Come to the Newman Center beginning at 6 p.m. today and learn about the issues <laughs> surrounding hunger locally and globally. And here's a, a rough outline of the night. You can feel free to come in and out. And there will be cots will be available at the Newman Center if you decide to spend the night. Now, again, this is 24 hours of fasting. And it starts at 6 p.m. tonight and until 6 p.m. tomorrow night. At 6.15 tonight, Jeff McGoy, Coordinator for, of Undergraduate Admissions, will have opening words and um, lead some icebreakers. At 7 p.m., Dr. Ella Lacey, former Peace Corps National Award reception, recipient, will speak on the issue of world hunger. At 8 p.m., view a documentary on homelessness and <coughs> hunger. 9.30... Zach Schmidt from Bread for the World will speak about his organization and lead people in an offering of letters to our political representatives. At 10 p.m. there will be an info fair. Here's an exciting one. It says 12 a.m. Uh,
1: 12 a.m. <laughs>
0: That's midnight.
1: <laughs> yes, at midnight.
0: At midnight, urban excursion with Kyle. Kyle would lead us to the Newman Center parking lot where he will share his story of living on the streets and give insight on how he survived. And then, at 8 a.m., I guess some people are going to want to sleep.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, I guess we both sleep.
0: Yeah. Unless
1: so, they stay up with Kyle all night during his uh, urban excursion talk. Well,
0: I'm sure the info fair will be uh, open as long as people are there listening and talking and having... A, you know, talking about being hungry.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Um. This is only 24 <laughs> hours... There are people who end up being hungry for a lot longer than that. Yep. Uh, To finish out some of the stuff, um, tomorrow morning there will be a prayerful reflection while everybody abstains from breakfast, of course. And then at 10 a.m., they're going to organize and divide into the groups for a town-wide food drive. Mm -hmm. Go all over town and collect food to be brought to the Good Samaritan Food Pantry. And then... At 5 p.m., prepare some snack lunches for a community meal. And then at 6 p.m., they will break the fast with a community meal at the Interface Center's Peace Labyrinth. Uh So that's a pretty jam-packed 24 hours. Yeah. I don't think you'll have time to get hungry. Uh Well, people are so used to eating like every five minutes. I was going to say every five minutes. But basically, you know... If someone doesn't go couldn't go for four or five hours without eating, besides the sleep period, yeah, that's like a really long time.
1: Yeah,
0: in our culture,
1: so going twenty four hours, and especially at the end, there they'll notice as they're they're getting food for other people. I'm sure they'll start meditating on uh, the fact that they haven't eaten.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll start collecting food and bringing it over to the Good Samaritan House, where people will be like, "Yes, thank you for the food." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be a good twenty four hours a day, and
1: Yes. Okay. And then uh, other happenings. <coughs> we have. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. We have I have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> but no, our next happening. Uh, the that's
0: a f- that's a cold. Uh,
1: that's
0: I figured it was like something lodged in your throat. A frog in my throat. <laughs> no, it's a cold. It's make up your mind. Is it mm-hmm. a cold or a frog? Mm-hmm.
1: It's a cold frog.
0: It's a cold. <laughs> no, that'd be two. <laughs> so uh,
1: in other happenings, we have the. Uh, annual owners' meeting of the Neighborhood Co-op Grocery. Um, that's coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, March 28th, at the Unitarian Fellowship Church on 105 North Parish Lane in Carbondale. Um, there's a potluck at 6, and they've got the actual meeting of the owners at 7, and they're also going to have the uh, the tunes of uh, Dean Thibault's band, The Silver Tongue Devils, and that starts at 8. So, should be a really good show. <laughs>
0: And this is, um, we'll we'll try to mention this again next week. This is actually Sunday, April 5th. The Sufi Park Organic Community Garden is sponsoring a backyard gardening workshop Sunday, April 5th from 9 to 1. Workshop presenter, Wayne Wiseman, is a certified permaculture expert, and he'll show you how to turn your backyard into a garden with a little, well, a little bit of hard work. Sufi Park is located at 500 North Springer in Carbondale, For more information you can call Satya at 549-1774.
1: Yes, okay. Other happenings, we've got some uh, exciting news. The Shawnee Energy Fest, they're having uh, exhibitor sign up is now available. Uh, For more information on the Shawnee Energy Fest, you can go to www.shawneeenergyfest.com. Dot com. How are you going to remember that? Oh, hopefully easy to remember since it's the name of the event.
0: Oh, ShawneeEnergyFest.com. com.
1: Yes, right. it's an exi- exciting event coming up. Uh, hopefully, we'll see a
0: lot of people there. Um, uh, well, wh- music, but m- music, fun, kids' education, but the primary focus is um, tons and tons of workshops on renewable energy, energy efficiency, local food. Um, why should I even talk about it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. That's what our show talks about. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the sorts of stuff we talk about on our show, but in 3D. <laughs> exactly. There's going to be demonstrations. Um, th- the music is actually going to be off the grid solar powered. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're so,
1: rocking out to the tunes of the sun.
0: The tunes st- of the sun. Um, <laughs> for a complete listing, go to com, And if you are a company that has green products, you should go on there and register to be an exhibitor. We'll be right back with the news because...
2: Spot number four, title, Illinois' Bounty. Grapes, potatoes, catfish, hot peppers, and honey. Be proud, Illinois, because the state you live in produces the food you love to eat. Not only do Illinois farmers grow more corn, soybeans, cattle, and pigs than just about any other place in the world, but they also produce a wide variety of specialty crops. For example, Illinois produces more pumpkins than any other state. Illinois is number one in horseradish, too. That's something to remember next time you dip your shrimp in cocktail sauce. This message brought to you by Illinois Farm Bureau and the Illinois Department of Agriculture. Working to keep one of the state's largest industries, agriculture, strong and growing.
0: Next time you dip your cocktail sauce, remember to think of pumpkins and horseradish
1: yes. yeah, it's a like good idea for a new <laughs> recipe. pumpkin pie with horseradish in there. it's <laughs> like a all local recipe,
0: yeah, so the crust could be local too. I am so looking forward to some fresh tomatoes. oh yes, I actually saw a booth selling tomatoes. It was from Florida grown, but you know it was just on the side of the road yesterday, uh-huh. and I actually. I was coming back from West Frankfurt where I um, installed a solar system. So, I I might try to take Sunday off. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Because, but I want to thank Chris and John for helping me install that solar system because nobody can install a solar system by themselves.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Actually, God,
0: I think, did it by himself. (laughs) Yeah, he did it. (laughs) Well, that makes him, you know, a deity. I, I am definitely not a deity. So, that's why I thank people for helping me. Yeah. So for us, more, it also takes a team effort to put together a solar system. Yeah. So um, we actually put an, an, another row of 13 solar modules on it. It already had 26 on it, uh-huh. and since that system, the 26 modules had been in operation, it had taken almost 16,000 pounds of CO2 off. Huh.
1: Oh wow! It had
0: it on the screen. It was like 15,800 uh-huh. and something. Yeah. Um, pounds of CO2. And so, counting. Yeah, and counting. <laughs> so I Not, didn't feel so bad of driving my 10 mile an hour van to the job. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh, <laughs> and now that you've added those on there, that counter will go up even quicker.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> let's get to some news because things happen. Yes, they do. Bills, bills, <laughs> bills. There's been a deluge of climate and energy bills introduced in Congress in the past few weeks. <laughs> One of them. Into the wilderness. It's what's being called the most sweeping land protection law in a quarter century. The U.S. House on Wednesday passed the conservation plan to set aside more than two million acres of desert. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say just desert, but, desert, that's but yeah, mm-hmm. no, and forest in nine states. The Senate has already approved the bill, so now it goes to President Obama was expected to sign it into law <laughs> you think he'll th- not do it
1: probably you never know he could just tear it up and laugh maniacally but it's predicted he will sign it into law
0: it's <laughs> predicted who predicted it <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. question. someone said the story. big o's gonna sign this bill otherwise we're gonna strike him with lightning
1: <laughs> so let's see uh in other news pain in the gas now that's gasoline i don't know where your mind may have gone with that uh, little pun title there uh, Pain in the gas. General Motors, which is asking for still more taxpayer loans, uh, gives gas away to about 8,000 white-collar employees.
0: Does, it doesn't say it gives them gas. Yeah,
1: it does. It might also do that depending on what's in the cafeteria.
0: <laughs> well, depending on how many they fire.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: or threaten to fire. Yeah. I mean, ulcers, stomach gas. Yeah. But here they're like, okay, well, it doesn't say how much gas.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: do they give them each a gallon?
1: Yeah, here's a gallon. Here's a teacup full of gas.
0: <laughs> See how far that gets you. <laughs> yeah, in a GM car.
1: <laughs> no, it, it sounds like they give away like uh, maybe as much gas as they want, or doesn't specify exactly. But it gives some amount of gas to about eight thousand white collar employees. No wonder they produce such gas guzzlers. They never feel the pain at the pump.
0: Is it in the rump?
1: <laughs>
0: I think that was supposed to be right. <laughs> Have you heard about this one? Don't blow your top. The EPA announced on Tuesday that it's planning an aggressive review of permit requests for mountaintop removal coal mining, citing serious concerns about potential harm to water quality. Wow, they're doing their job there. Uh, Yeah, they figured that out. (laughs) Some early press reports said that the move would put on hold hundreds of mining permits. That promoted a clarification from the agency, which stated that it, quote, it is not halting, <laughs> holding, or placing a moratorium on any of the mining permit applications, plain and simple. End of quote. <laughs> okay, so what is...
1: So basically what they're saying is, we're very concerned about this. Go ahead and keep doing it. We'll, we'll look at the paperwork for a while. Right. We're, we're, pre- we're pretty sure something's wrong here, but don't stop on account of us. <laughs> don't mind us. Don't mind <laughs> us but they they're getting closer and closer to taking action. You know, they just think very very carefully.
0: <laughs> well, scientists are supposed to do that. Yeah, they are. But isn't there like overwhelming <laughs> evidence that blowing the tops off mountains creates junk in the bottom of the mountains?
1: Yeah, cuz what they do is they blow off the top of the mountain and then they push it into a neighboring stream. <laughs> right. So pu- pushing debris from mo- exploding the entire top of a mountain
0: into a stream I don't even have to be a scientist to know that that will pollute the stream.
1: Yeah, it will pollute the
0: stream. I could do, like, a five-second test yeah. <laughs> with one of those volcanic... Did you ever make one of those volcanic yeah. things as a mm-hmm. kid? If you explode it, put some vinegar in the baking soda, it will ooze to the bottom and mm. pollute your pond around the bottom of the mountain. Yeah.
1: Now, I guess what they're investigating is, is how much and how far it pollutes. But, I mean, it should it, it shouldn't take a rocket scientist, but... Mm-hmm. They're they're going through steps, and they're slowly but surely getting closer to... uh, Doing their job. Doing their job. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe someday they will. So, uh, in other news, more from Gore. Al Gore's new book on climate change is due out on November 3rd, and they say it will focus on solutions. Finally.
0: (laughs) You mean we can do something about this? It's not just over? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he just scared the pants off of a lot of people. Yeah. Well, because it, it's getting warmer, the pants came off, right? Yeah, yeah. it's getting and then, here. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> not in here. Come on, Song. <laughs> so,
1: so yeah, November 3rd, uh, he's going to have some solutions. And there are already some solutions out there. but
0: Yeah, there's he, a lot of them. He's conveniently like added them into a book. There you go. <laughs> the denser, the better. Not your brain. Not the Where presidency. you live. <laughs> Urban residents generate substantially lower greenhouse gas emissions than others, according to a new report. I love all these reports that state the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> if you live close to where you work and where you go to school, you're going to pollute less. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, uh.
1: Yeah. Well, part of why they do these reports is that a lot of people don't realize, you know. I mean, like, I realize that fact, and you realize that fact.
0: Are you saying we're smarter than other people?
1: <laughs> well, we've been doing this show for, what, nine, or, nine years or so? We've, maybe uh, I just started form.
0: last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I haven't been doing this. I've just been coming and playing around. Yeah. But, like, last week I actually started looking things up and doing research. And, no, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, so I, I feel like I've at least learned something over the past nine years.
0: Well, did you know that March 24th was the 20th anniversary of the Exxon Valdez spill?
1: Ah, yeah, I actually did
0: hear about that. Someone mentioned it during the week. How about this title? Exxon marks the Splot <laughs> 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 X marks the splot. Um, envirors are sizing on the moment to call for a shift from oil to clean energy and for better protection of ocean environments, a report released by Oceana. <laughs> did I pronounce that right? I Oceana? Guess so. Oceana. Highlights the toxic efforts of offshore oil drilling on marine ecosystems. Another one of those obvious ones if you put oil on top of water, you can do a test inside of <laughs> a, a, a bowl, yeah, just put some stuff in there, pour some oil in there, and see if it sticks to everything in there and makes it all gooey yeah now if it's if it's um, what is it toasted sesame oil <laughs> and seaweed soup. Like miso seaweed soup yeah. or some toasted sesame oil, mm-hmm. that's black oil. That's pretty tasty, you know. Yeah, that's much but more
1: tasty than petroleum. Yeah,
0: but it looks bad. It looks <laughs> really bad. Yeah. So
1: It'll make a good science experiment.
0: All right, let's talk about the Big O. Yes.
1: In other news, Pep Squad.
0: Pep, 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 pep,
1: <laughs>
0: President Obama is... Hey, on- I told you not to call him by his full name.
1: Oh, yeah, we're calling him the Big O.
0: The Big O, for- or cat.
1: <laughs> well, he, he seems like a pretty cheery guy, so maybe we
0: can call him the cheery O.
1: <laughs> the cheery O. <laughs> pretty good cheer into our life.
0: He's he just constantly orgasmic. That's what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Pep Squad. Pep-a-da-pep-a-da-pep-a-pep-a-pep. <laughs> the big O is spotlighting clean energy and green jobs as he promotes his $3.6 trillion budget plan. Trillion with a T? <clears throat> yep in his latest radio-slash-YouTube address. So he's on the radio and YouTube simultaneously.
0: Ooh, technology.
1: You can be in two places at once. (laughs) He (laughs) said that the nation's budget, quote, must reduce our dependence on dangerous foreign oil and finally put
0: this nation on a path to a clean, renewable energy future. That does not sound like him. The last president, you were so good with the voice. So Uh you're going to have to really, really practice to sound cultured, and smart. That's going to be hard.
1: It's easier to uh, to go to go down a notch and sound like Bush. <laughs> to, to up my game a notch and sound charismatic like uh, Obama.
0: That's going to be tough. But the... Uh, so, yes. <laughs> Pep Squad. Um, the primetime directive. During his prime <laughs> times press conference on Tuesday evening, the uh, President O defended his energy plan and cap-and-trade proposal as... A potential engine for economic growth. See, that's one of those doublespeaks.
2: Hmm.
1: A
0: potential. Yeah. Now I know that putting clean tech and green jobs out there is a job for economic growth.
1: Huh. Yes. But creating jobs does, in fact, create jobs. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was <laughs> like, so why would he say a potential growth?
1: Well, because he's a politician.
0: Then, oh, okay. So, <laughs> sorry. That's what they do.
1: <laughs> so let's see. That's that's a bit of it for our own news uh, for the moment. We've got other news, though. Um, endangerment ahead. The Environmental Protection Agency told the White House on Friday, uh, I guess that's last Friday then. Yep. Yes, that uh, climate change is a danger to public welfare, a move that takes the administration a step closer to regulating planet-warming greenhouse gases.
0: So climate change is, in fact, danger to public welfare. And I actually had a big, long thing I was going to talk about. Uh, how to get green jobs and beat the recession blues. Hmm. Joining the growing green workforce. If you actually do a search online for green <coughs> jobs, it will show 51,400,000 results. So, if you would like this full report about how to get green jobs and beat the recession blues, It actually tells you how to do it. Gather up some of your previous work into a presentable portfolio, blah, 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 But the main thing to do is enroll in a class to get... The one I think is most important, enroll in a class to get solar job training or take classes on renewable energy at a local community college. Why? Because I'm going to teach a class in May... (laughs) At John A. Logan on how to be a solar installer. Yes. <laughs> Not how to be, actually do solar installation. Yes. Not just how to be.
1: Hands on learning. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, that's why I thought that was an important one. But if you want the full report, please email info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Or you can email me. Uh, I'll have to get the report tomorrow, but you can email it's me <laughs> at
1: truesong at treesong dot org.
0: um I think this is the last day we're going to be here in March. I think so. So, see you again next month on the radio. Yes. April. April showers will bring
1: May flowers.
0: And I don't want to hear any conviction about how hot it is next <laughs> month. Don't worry. The weather is po- bipolar. <laughs> yeah, it will change because this is southern Illinois and there's this thing called global warming or whatever. <laughs> so, bipolar weather is in your face.